My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. We have a very exciting guest coming on. Matt Frederick, founder and CEO of Momentum Digital, previously worked for Google as a small business consultant, has leveraged his expertise to help small businesses grow and or get them to the next level with digital marketing and SEO. Welcome to the show. How's it going, Mac? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so, uh, so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. I'm so excited for today. I know I gave you a really brief intro, but I find it much more valuable if you don't mind, you know, taking us back and filling in those gaps as to how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur, digital marketer and Google expert. I went to college at Penn State forever ago at this point, like 10 years ago, graduated business advertising and entrepreneurship major. I uh, did a lot of Penn State, started my first companies, including a party bus and a phone repair shop and um, graduated, got recruited by Google, went to work for them in Michigan for about a year and a half, got a little bored with the 40 hour work week. So I started uh, another phone repair company and also started a marketing agency on the side to offer more services to my Google clients. And uh, I'm sure we'll get into the details with that, but um, since then, I've started and built my own companies. I have a few different companies, you know, doing over seven figures. And, uh, you know, at the core of me, I'm just I'm a business owner and entrepreneur. I won't say I'm really a marketer or anything like that. But, you know, I, I, I just love to focus on startups and build companies. Incredible. Mac, this is great. Do you mind telling us a little bit about, you know, how you went from working uh, being a Google employee to becoming the top Google marketing agency entrepreneur. How did that play out? Sure. So I won't say we're like the top Google marketing agency, you know, we're, we're a Google premier partner. You know, we focus on all things Google and we do have a lot of clients, a lot of small businesses that we help with, you know, local SEO, website SEO, Google ads, and really anything they need to, to advertise market and grow on Google. Um, a lot of small local business owners need our help because they don't really know what they're doing because they have so many other things they're worried about and getting them on Google and ranking them on Google is quite difficult, you know, for them to do themselves. Um, but when I was at, at Google, I was working in the ads department as a small business ads consultant. My job was to consult with these small businesses running Google ads and have them try new things and spend more money and, uh, you know, get better results. But at the end of the day, you know, it was in my best interest to help them spend more money and increase Google's revenue and, instead of really helping the business. So what I started doing is I teamed up with my friend and I had good relationships with a lot of my clients who had terrible websites. So I was like, hey, listen, you'd have better success with Google ads if you had a better website. So I started referring them to my friend and that turned into him and I partnering up to start a, an agency on the side. And, uh, you know, I. I was never really fitting Google's culture, just being more of an entrepreneur and self-starter. And uh, the nine to five thing wasn't perfect for me. Plus I was in Michigan. So 
one thing led to another and I got caught on a recorded line, basically, you know, saying things I shouldn't have said. And uh, Google found out and I got called out on it, fired on the spot. But at the time it was devastating. And looking back, it was quite a blessing. Uh, it was rough at first, just being unemployed, you know, not having an income other than like these little side hustles. But you know, you just got to dig deep. Sometimes your biggest setbacks are your biggest opportunities. And uh, you really see what you're made of when your back's against the wall. So I just doubled down on the uh, the phone repair company and the new agency. And uh, one thing led to the next. And here we are today, seven years later. Incredible. So as of today, do you mind diving into where exactly your business is at and maybe how you deliver your services in that process? Sure. So I, I basically have three, I guess you could call it four companies. Um, mm -hmm. Momentum Digital is uh, a pretty well-known regional, like local regional agency here in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. Uh, we have a lot of referral, word of mouth business. A lot of people find us on Google because, uh, you know, we, we know how to do SEO ourselves, obviously. We're not the shoemaker with no shoes. And um, a lot of our services stem upon that those Google credentials. So getting businesses listed online, getting them on Google, getting them ranking higher on Google for their products and services, uh, getting them calls, leads, customers, and revenue, but also, you know, building out their entire digital presence and social presence with web design, social media marketing, uh, paid advertising, Google, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, really just taking a unique approach to every business. You know, it's not a one size fits all solution. And we've got a team of, you know, at least 30 people across both divisions. Uh, there's two divisions at, a, at Momentum. There's the digital marketing division that I run, and there's the uh, content property marketing division that my partner Sean runs uh, called Momentum 360. And he was on a previous podcast that you guys will probably have listened to at this point. But uh, yeah, the two divisions, they coincide well together. And uh, it's all things internet marketing and getting exposure, getting content, getting marketing and advertising. So um, a lot of people hire us for Google and SEO and just helping them get more visibility online and getting more customers. And we love doing it and we love all our customers and we have fantastic Google reviews and we suggest all of our clients get great Google reviews as well. It helps you rank. Incredible. So tell me a little bit about your client acquisition. What is that process like for you? Sure. Yeah. I'd say it's a 50, 50 split between like word of mouth referral networking clients versus like inbound organic clients, people that find us and call us or contact us. Um, like for instance, right before this call 20 minutes ago, I got a, a cold organic call. Someone found us on Google searching for a local digital marketing agency. And uh, it's a urban farming company that's like partnered with Jamaica's government that's trying to bring urban like Jamaican style farming to the US. And it's like a very niche type of business, but mm -hmm. every business, small or big, depending on whatever industry uh, could definitely benefit from ranking higher on Google and getting more customers from Google and those searches, just how they found us. And so a lot of our clients are smaller, you know, a small brick and mortar, you know, bakery, uh, you know, some dentists, roofers, e-commerce, software companies, um, you name it, we've worked with them. Uh, we've built over, I think, 300 websites at this point. We've helped hundreds of companies rank higher on Google. Uh, 
And, you know, we have a really solid team that cares about our clients and a lot of them being small business owners, you know, the, the business owner themselves are, they're our direct point of contact, but they don't have the time, energy or initiative to, to figure out this digital marketing stuff. And so that's really where we come in and, you know, we treat them as a partner and do everything we can to get them, you know, their money's worth and, and more. Incredible. Now you mentioned earlier, you know, about working a lot of hours and whatnot. So your work is different though. So it has different motivations, goals, responsibilities, and freedoms. Can you talk a little bit about that um, and how you go about doing the work and putting in those hours as an entrepreneur? Maybe be a, it'll, I'm sure it'll be a little bit relatable to those listening as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to me, this isn't work. Uh, there's not a single day that I dread coming into the office or you know, I rarely work from home. I like being downtown in the, in the mix of things. And so do my partners. And, you know, we really love what we do. Uh, we have a great team here, a young, amazing, fun team. And a lot of our, our clients are younger too. And a lot of our teammates are young. And uh, it's really about, you know, enjoying what you do, but also who you work with. And so if you work with people similar to yourself, but also they have different characteristics that bring value to the table and a fresh perspective, it really allows you to learn from each other and add more value to the people that you're working with and working for. And I'd say I would probably work, I don't know, 60 to 80 hours a week, depending on the time of year and what's needed from me. I used to work probably 80 to hundred hours a week when I, you know, the first two, three years starting the business. And it can really be draining if you don't have the bandwidth or the energy or the team around you, but both, I guess both of my main companies at this point are almost self-sufficient to, to be streamlined, to run themselves, but to not grow. So it really takes the, the leader and the entrepreneur to, gr to grow the company, to grow the business, to think uh, strategically, to make partnerships, to, to increase revenues and profits, to build the team. Um, so I, I am working a lot all the time. I work seven days a week, but it's not work to me. Um, you know, I've right. got these these three companies, Momentum Digital, but then I also have a phone repair company called Phone Repair Philly, which has four retail locations in Philadelphia. And it's very much like a difficult retail business to run. You know, we have 12 employees there and hundreds and thousands of customers. And so um, running a retail environment is much different than running like an online digital marketing company. So it can it can be a, a diverse aspect of, of an entrepreneurial experience. Uh, my third company is a medical IV spa uh, located a few blocks from where I live. And I have partners on that as well. So partnering with people, partnering with the right people, having trust, um, bringing on the right talent, managing talent properly. Those are all keys to success to alleviate some of your time and bandwidth to focus on more important things. Right. What are all the ways that or strategies or ways that you went ahead to get to that seven figures with, with the businesses? Like, what are all the ways that you grew to seven figures? If you want to talk about outsourcing, if you want to talk about how you scaled it, um, I think that would be interesting. The, the two biggest things to get from six to seven figures doesn't really have much to do as much to do with sales and marketing as it does operations and people mm -hmm. um you know when it comes down to things like we all have like two main resources um it's time and money so 
once you start using more of one, you know, you, you have less of the other. So a lot of people either like raise capital or raise debt, or they have to bootstrap their time. And then in that case, they need to use other people's time. And if they can't afford that, um, they need to find people that are either willing to partner up and take on equity or work for free in some capacity. Uh, you can also definitely raise money to, to hire new talent if you don't want to give out equity or you know have interns or whatever the case might be. Um, so I'd say my biggest key to success getting to that seven figure mark <clears throat> for my main two companies was bringing on the right talent where I was okay giving up equity in turn, in turn for gaining sanity. Um, building one, let alone two or three companies simultaneously, being the sole owner, founder, equity shareholder is draining emotionally, mentally, physically in every possible way. And I wouldn't recommend, you know, unless you're Elon Musk or Jack Dorsey, like, you know, it, it's not possible. And right. it was possible for them because they had the track record to raise capital in which they gave up equity. But if you're a small business, you don't have that that leisure. And so I'd say focus on bringing on the right person that believes in you, believes in what you're doing, maybe is a little bit younger and less experienced, but has that grit, um, brings value and cares about what you're doing and trusts you completely and the things that you guys are trying to achieve and start them off as to whatever capacity you're comfortable with until they prove themselves and then bring on the idea of partnership and, and what it takes to, to make them a partner, how they earn partnership and be clear in those deliverables and those value propositions and who's doing what, you know, get it on paper, get it approved, get those operating and partnership agreements. And so that's what I did, you know, during COVID I was falling apart mentally and it was early on and both companies were struggling and I was doing everything myself. So, you know, mid COVID, like summer 2020, I was like, I can't do this by myself anymore. And you need to realize right. that as an entrepreneur, like you have limitations and, uh, I reached those limits. And so I took my best person at, from each company and said, Hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this with me? And I gave them, you know, a small bit of equity in the company and, you know, a decent salary and, and whatnot. And from then, you know, just focused on the operational procedures. So your standard operating procedures, your, your softwares, um, you know, the tasks, the deliverables, the things that you need to do to get to the next level, just make it easier. Then you can focus on sales and marketing and acquisition and hiring all, and all those other things. But um, the partnerships was, was crucial for me. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, COVID was a tough time for a lot of people. And I like the fact that, you know, you, as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you figured it all out. You made these offers and offered the partnerships. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. tell me a little tell me a little bit about your YouTube series that you're, you're thinking of starting or, or going back to and how that will tie in with, within the businesses. Sure. So, I mean, everybody listening or everybody I know watches YouTube along with any social yeah. media, um, Instagram reels and TikToks are getting really big too, but YouTube specifically is the first i mean it's the second biggest search engine so people search for things that you want to talk about um right. you can build a base of subscribers and based on your watch time um if you hit the minimal credentials you can monetize your channel so it can be a revenue stream for your business but um we started a series called small business saturday five years ago 
And Small Business Saturday is typically known as the day after Black Friday, where small businesses are represented and, um, you know, marketed and, you know, really appreciated across America. And, you know, it's coined and started by American Express that kind of funds that series. So my big goal is to partner with American Express and get them to, to fund this initiative. Uh, but what we did, we made, we made it local Philadelphia based where we would interview a small local business owner every single week, which was taxing, but it was not only a podcast <clears throat> in audio, it was more so a video version. So we made a YouTube series called Small Business Saturday by Momentum Digital where every week myself or someone on the team would interview a small local business owner and hear more about their story, how they get started, what makes them unique, where they're located, and just get them more awareness, promotion, and marketing to grow their businesses. And then we'd promote it across all of our social channels. You know, some only had a, a couple dozen views and others had thousands of views. Um, right. But it was really nice and just a unique way of connecting with small business owners personally uh, in person. And a lot of those relationships I still have. So I can go to a Joe's pizza down the road and get a free slice whenever I want, or right. go to Dolce cafe in my neighborhood and talk to the owner and catch up and get a free coffee. So that's been really unique, different than I'd say any other podcast that's out there. Um, so we tried to put in video and audio form and, um, it was really high quality videos, anywhere from like three to eight minutes long, very consumable. Uh, we want to bring it back. The only issue that we ran into was just a time constraint. You know, it wasn't making money and it was eating up a lot of time from multiple people in the team, from outreach to scheduling, to shooting, to editing, to producing, to posting, to marketing. Like mm -hmm. there was a lot that goes into it, um, especially when you think about adding that whole video component. Um, so we made it to 100 episodes and then I was like, listen, let's focus on like making money instead of like just promoting all these businesses for free. Um, right. But we do plan to get back to it now that we have like more bandwidth as an agency and like a bigger team. Um, so stay tuned for Small Business Saturday when it reemerges at some point this year. Love it. Love it. And will that also be back in person? Yeah, yeah. Either myself or... One of the partners will, you know, we'll switch off who's doing the interviews and we have a couple yeah. of video people on our team. Interesting. I like that. How do you feel about doing the in-person versus the, you know, um, Zoom or virtual interviews? Oh my goodness. At this point, like, I, it's tough to say. I really liked the in-person stuff before, even right. when I had a crazier calendar and work schedule. I work less now but it's all online and remote. So I don't really need to do much in person unless it's in one of my retail shops. So I don't think we're going to do it weekly like we did before. If anything, we'll bring it back monthly and yeah. that'll give us time to, to do it professionally and not eat up too much of my time with like traveling and interviews and all that stuff. Absolutely. Well, Mac, this is incredible. Thank you for sharing all that with us. Now, as a serial entrepreneur, do you have any inspirational mentor um, quotes that maybe you could share with us that have gotten you to where you are today that you've always, you know, went back to and thought about during any challenging times? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people I look up to, um, you know, one being my father, of course, you know, he's an entrepreneur and business owner. Um, we're alike in many ways. Uh, so I, I need to stay grounded when I when I think of growing companies. Um, I'd say he's 
more risk averse than myself. But, you know, I, I love the the Elon Musk, the, the Jack Dorsey's, you know, right. the, the Gary V's of the world. Um, big Gary fan of Gary V mm-hmm. followed him for a while. And now Alex Ramosi is definitely on the horizon and, you know, I'm a big fan of him. But, um, you know, saying that's always stuck with me that I, that I love is luck occurs when preparation meets opportunity. Um, you know, luck does exist, but you create your own luck if you prepare to receive good fortune. So you got to put yourself in the right place to receive good fortune. And that's by doing the work. You know, there's all these fly by night entrepreneurs trying to make a quick buck these days. And that is not who I am whatsoever. Like I believe in actual business, doing actual things and providing value. Um, I'm not here for money, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. I really love and enjoy what I do and who I work with. And that's more important to me than anything. And having that freedom and flexibility. So luck occurs when preparation meets opportunity. Love that one. Thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. I think that's a great one. Now, Mac, if anyone is looking to connect with you, maybe they want a great Google review or ranking, what would be the best way to go ahead and get in contact? So as the Google guy, just Google me. My name's Mac Frederick and you'll find all the information you want. If people can't Google you and find you and everything you want them to see, then you should contact me. So just Google Mac Frederick. Um, all my socials and handles are at Mac Frederick for the most part. And uh, yeah, just hit me up. If I don't get back to you, then just wait patiently. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mag, for coming on today and adding all this um, value, valuable stuff to myself and my listeners. That's exactly what I'm looking for on my show. So I appreciate it. And it's been a privilege having you on today. Thanks, Brittany. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Mac did today to talk about the businesses, talk about your YouTube channel or podcast, tell us a little bit about your story. Please go to top100interviews.com. Thank you so much, you guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.